Hey guys, welcome to the Art Mache Podcast, episode six. I'm Patrick Tracy. I'm Steve Chewinski, and today we're here with John Van Luling. Ooh, listen to that sultry voice. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, it's wow. so good to have you here. You're uh, representing Green Mountain Cabaret, is Green that Mountain right? Cabaret's that playing. is correct. Green Mountain Cabaret, Vermont's hottest neo-burlesque variety show. Hot dang. Heck so yeah. uh, I'm ex- totally excited to have you on the show. I can see it in your face. It's just there. It's beaming. Look at his face. Um, (laughs) It's a mix of anger, sadness, and happiness. Sometimes sometimes I forget that listeners can't look at the things that we're looking at, but his face is astounding. It's like erupting with excitement right now. That could be excitement. That could just be, you know, blood vessels rupturing from him trying to go so fast. I don't know what it is. Aneurysm? Oh, no, 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 no. Aneurysm. He at least smelled toast first. That's true. Have you, (laughs) do you you guys remember that PSA for strokes? Uh, what, what, went, the, for the strokes? Uh-huh. No, 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 not the not the band. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they don't have a PSA, but it goes uh, it goes face, arm, speech, time, act fast, every second, brain cells die, and it's beautifully animated, really cheerful and whimsical. Um, well, most things that most things back then were. I mean, if you oh, yeah. remember the old uh, anti-drug uh, cartoons with that had the crossovers from Warner Brothers and Disney that were all there. That was beautifully animated. Horrible message, but still, <laughs> it was the great. O- the only the earliest drug commercial, anti-drug commercial versus the drug commercials that advocate use of drugs. I can remember is Let the me uh, guess, the pan, the pan in the ah, egg, man. So you're going back to Rachel Lee. It was Cook. pretty good. I'm sorry, I'm not original. Well, <laughs> to be fair, anything else? To be fair, he probably had a crush on Rachel Lee Cook, like we all did, and that's where you first saw her is when she's beating the crap out of her apartment with a pan. And that's where I got my love for making omelets and using eggs and mostly everything I make. So back to <laughs> back to Green Mountain Cabaret. <laughs> Thank the, you for the importance, uh, the reason we're here. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I was. Just looking into it, mm-hmm. I admittedly don't know a ton about it. But well, are you going to leave? Thank it. you for not doing your research. Are, oh, <laughs> no, no. Come, come, come now. <laughs> I did research. However, stop stealing my line. <laughs> <laughs> I like it so far. <laughs> Again, yeah, I'm not going to go there. Okay, um, gotcha. <laughs> but we want to talk to you, um, being a huge part of the Green Mountain Cabaret and just the cabaret community in Vermont. Mm-hmm. It's such an interesting facet of the greater art community. Um, we want to it's talk. Definitely, it's been a very interesting addition to it because it's yeah, it's it's just it's its own little corner of the world. That's amazing. Are you one of the founding members of Green Mountain Cabaret? Uh, my wife and I uh, uh, did found uh, the company and we uh, produce the shows. And she is now the sole owner, but uh, I did help found it and I, I MC the shows as well. Yeah. Very cool. So first, before we even break into <sighs> the details and oh, no. what I want to know about Green Mountain Cabaret, you got your notes there. It looks good. Where are you from originally? Yeah. Yes. Tell us your story about how you came to Vermont. Wow. Do it. Well done. Do it. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> uh, I grew up uh, in, in the suburbs north of Boston uh, for most of my life. I moved around quite a bit, but that's where I spent most of my life. Um, and then uh, came up to Vermont for college at St. Michael's College. Um, yay ago, more than 10 years. It's, mm-hmm. God, I feel old. Uh, but came up here, uh, met my now wife uh, while I was a theater major in college up here and uh, loved everything about Vermont, but no, knew I had to get out and do other things. Mm-hmm. So I left to go to Chicago uh, 
Hmm. Uh, I went to study improv and, and uh, sketch comedy at Second City and wow, I.O. cool. Yeah. Spent about 10 years out there. And meanwhile, my wife uh, got fully into burlesque. She met Michelle Lamore and learned from her. Mm-hmm. And she's one of the big titans of burlesque. Uh, now and she's like if you think of Chicago burlesque it's Michelle Lamore right now wow uh, when one Miss Exotic World t- 2006 all that stuff has her own studio her own uh, company and so uh, my wife got to take classes with her and then um, got to learn from her and then was picked up by Kiss Kiss Cabaret which is more along the lines of what Green Mountain Cabaret actually is which is a full on variety show not just burlesque yep and so she worked with them for about three years and uh, worked her way up from being a cigarette girl with them, which is merch. Basically, you walk around selling merchandise during mm-hmm. the thing. And it's mm-hmm. all in that kind of 20s, 30s vibe. So it's, it would be a cigarette The girl cigarette thing. ads. Yeah, they, exactly. It's like a really, it's like pinup girl kind of style uh, almost. And, or for them, it's the also like, it's, it's the uniform and it's mm-hmm. like, you're, like you're part of the theater staff, but you're walking around with a tray and you have stuff to sell. Like, That's cool. Uh, like concessions. But we did yeah. fun gag gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she worked her way up and she was a, a stage kitten, which is what you do to apprentice. So you pick up clothes during shows shows you go to all the rehearsals you learn the choreography and you you're there all the time you also step in if a dancer is sick or anything else to take over for the group numbers and then she worked her way up to be a full coquette with their version of what the dancers are called is the kiss kiss coquettes and she became that so that is one of the questions that i had because i was looking at the website Mm -hmm. and i noticed uh you divvy up uh, the cast members into three different sections, mostly. Yes. Um, and you've got, you already mentioned uh, stage kittens. Stage kittens mm-hmm. and cats, yes. And um, that's we, we have male kittens as well. That's a universal uh, title, right? Everyone's kind of, the kitten is a used. Yeah, it's it's used across the board in, in yep. most burlesque houses. Otherwise, they'll say apprentices or anything mm-hmm. else if they want to get more technical for it. But uh, it's kind of a cutesy way of doing it. And then for us, we also have fun with it because uh, when they pick up the clothes off stage, they bring them off backstage. They dump them in this giant bin so people can pick them up afterwards. We call it the litter box because the kittens are <laughs> dumping in the litter box. So <laughs> it's also the that's glitter awesome. glitter box too. But that's that's fun. But that's yeah. very cool. Uh, <laughs> so that's the stage cats and, the and stage you kittens. also had the sugar shakers and the peepers. Would yes. you mind describing? kind of what those two duties entail. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Green Mountain Cabaret Sugar Shakers are our troupe of regular dancers that are uh, known as part of the group under the Green Mountain Cabaret umbrella. So they work for the company. Uh, they perform in the group numbers together. So group choreography, kind of like big dance numbers. They also do solo numbers as well, but they are responsible for uh, coming up with choreography, actually performing, and they are the front and center. So they're always there. Gotcha. The Peepers are the dysfunctional family of MCs. That which you are one yeah. of. Which I am the patriarch of because I, <laughs> I created awesome. the thing. And we have the worst pun names and it's wonderful. Oh, but, it's lovely. But <laughs> there are now eight of us, which is ridiculous because we started with two. What's, which your, was what's your pun name? Uh, I'm Leaf Peepers. Got oh, you, yeah. like L-E-I-F? L-E-I-F, yep, so very cool. good, very good. We have Tom Peepers, uh, Beauregard or Bo Peepers. Bo Peepers. Prudy Peepers or Prude Peepers. Uh, we have Peter Peepers, Jeepers Peepers. <laughs> yeah, it keeps going. See, these names oh, are great. Oh, wait, just wait for it. Wait for it. Marsha Mallow Peepers. That's a good one. She hyphenated. Uh-huh. And I am forgetting one more, and I feel bad about it because it's Snow Peepers. Cool. Which is great this time of year because we always talk about, you know, Ooh, it's really peepers. hard to get to the show when there's 16 inches of snow right in your face. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, admittedly, I went to see the uh, – you guys recently had your fourth congratulations. Fourth anniversaries. I went to see the show, and – God, I loved just you the amount. Eiffel. I did, and I I just loved the amount of puns. I loved it was right up my alley. It was uh it was. That, that's what Snow hopes for. Yes, he's very good with very quick with the puns. So I'm kind of curious to hear 
you most people they sort of start in Burlington and it sounds like you did to an extent you went to school here and you yeah. got into the theater and I know you do the um you do improv and we'll get into that in a bit probably I but I also do um, sketch and I also act with Vermont stage I do a lot of theater you're, stuff You're a man of many talents who I'm wears just many bored hats. a lot and if I don't do stuff I need to do more and That's, my wife yeah. loves the fact that I get to actually work with her on the cabaret because it's our passion project to do because we both love the art form so it's great to have something to do with her which is amazing that's the whole reason it's kind of started that is awesome uh, but so it's interesting that you you started here you went to Chicago mm-hmm. and then you both ended up in places where um, like Second City is known for being pretty much the Chicago improv scene and you said mm-hmm. your wife got really into like the Chicago burlesque scene mm-hmm. and then you brought that back to Burlington. Mm-hmm. So kind of what about Burlington made you want to come back and do that all here? Yeah. The story goes that my wife and I love her to death. Um, <laughs> she grew up in Vermont. So she's a born and bred Vermonter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she had never been really outside the state much other than trips before she'd moved out to Chicago to follow me out there. So we did 10 years in a city. She did her city time, realized she wasn't a big fan of living in cities. And so we were looking for places to move. Uh, at that point, we we're going to about to get married and kind of find a place we wanted to land. And we thought, well, your family's near Burlington. My family's close by in Massachusetts. We both have friends there, and there's a great art scene. So we would actually have something to do there. And so we decided we'll, we'll take a shot at it, see how long we can stay here, see what goes on. And we never came back with the idea to build anything of our own. We came back to see what the art scene had for us and see if we could add more to it. And we got back here, got married, and realized, well, there's a few things, and there's a yearly things we can do, but we'd like to do more of it. So I guess we need to be the impetus to put something together. So we sat down with a bunch of friends in October of 2012 and said, what can we do? And by December, we had a show. We just based it off a model we knew from Chicago and and made it work. And one of the best things I can say about it is everyone that's come up now, we've had out-of-town guests come up, not only for the burlesque festival that happens yeah. every year now, but uh, that come up and do our show monthly. And they always profess how professional our show is and why they're so surprised, not only because it's Burlington, but because in general, a lot of the shows they run against in you know weekly or monthly shows in other cities, they're kind of fly by the seat of your pants, do it as quick as possible, get it up there. Whereas right. my wife and I put a lot of time into it because we wanted yeah. it to be a fun experience and a family experience. Not a family show, sure. but a family experience. Of like You be there, you're part of our family. A familial experience. Yeah. Like, you join the Peepers family. That's and cool. then the Sugar Shakers. And you join them and you become one. We, all, we have honorary shakers all over the world now. I love it. So why do you think, I mean, you're going on four years now, Mm -hmm. starting from just getting your friends in a room and pitching this, why do you think in Burlington it worked? What what made it stick, do you think? Why do you think you've come to where you are in regards to the Burlington art community? Burlington, in general, has always been supportive of many different art forms at many different times. You can go back to Contact Improv. You can go back to, uh, you know, Rusty DeWeese's early days when comedy was still bubbling here with, like, you know, Josie, Lo- uh, Josie Levitt and uh, uh, Kathleen Kahn's and all that stuff. There's he still always does stuff, Rusty. Oh, yeah. oh they all do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kathleen Kahn's just won be- uh, Vermont's Funniest Comedian, and she's been around. She's a legend. Yeah. So uh, there's always... It's been a scene here, and it's been always an experimental scene that says, yes, try it, do it. If nothing else, you can get a couple shows up, and people will come and see it, and you can see what happens. But if it's good enough, people will continue to support it. And so we thought Burlington's a great place to do it. Let's see if we can put it up there. And we actually did our research. We're the first major monthly burlesque show that's been in the Queen City in probably since the 30s. Wow. Wow. That's geez. cool. Right. And so, it, and, and like straight burlesque, you know, 
dancing, not not a full like on, uh, blown show or anything else. I mean, uh, there had been Spielplast for over fifteen years, which is a more Weimar Republic, like German cabaret style. Mm-hmm. It's also quite scripted, which is ours is more off the cuff kind of variety yeah. show. That's very different. We love Spielplast. We love them a lot. They're wonderful to go to watch. Is it's that a the thing. is that the yearly event? That's the yearly that event. Already here. Mm-hmm. That's always here, and we go and support them all the time. And they're a great group of performers. And we do something very different. We know we put on our monthly show with a different set of stuff, and we have cross pollination in our audiences, and we love it. And the yeah. biggest thing for us that, that Burlington gave us, which we never had even in Chicago or other places, was the community is much more supportive, and we've worked hard to be that way. So there's not the one-upsmanship, the cattiness, the kind of um, against-each-other vibe of my show has to be the best part. Mm-hmm. It's the Burlington art scene needs us and needs to support all this. And because we have such an a, a intense group and uh, a group of fans that in, in the area – you don't want to alienate any of them. So why have the infighting between the shows if you want all of them to have fun? Heck yeah. yeah. So I I was curious. I mean, I was wondering kind of what can people expect to see in a burlesque show? Never anything and one, everything. Yeah. yeah. Anything mm-hmm. and everything. Um, they can expect to see uh, dance, uh, great choreography, storylines, uh, a full emotional ride uh, with every performance you get. Uh, you can also expect to see you know, at the baser lines uh, tits and ass. That's mm-hmm. what happens. Uh, but uh, you get to see not only that, but just the dancers and performers that know their bodies so well, know their inner peace so well, and they're very happy to share it with you. And the biggest way I can say it is that they always uh, come out. You come for the fantasy. Mm-hmm. We are going to give you your fantasies. You're not going to get you know the whole nine yards, but you are going to get the fantasy that you came out to see and be taken in. And at the same time, for us, we do a lot of nerdy things and a lot of uh, very uh, we call it neo burlesque. It's in the new style, so we use newer music, newer choreography. It's not yep. straight, just um, big band or, or slow burn Victorian burlesque. kind of. I'm Victorian. Um, th- that was all the way up into the '60s before the '60s, where they started oh, really? doing regular clothes. But um, but you something get a, that like harkens back yeah. where. You can stay relevant. You can keep burlesque relevant. It's the, it's the whole wave that's been going on since probably the, the mid-2000s. It's been the resurgence of burlesque is that we it took the, the general um, newer themes and kind of more modern culture and brought it back into the art form that had been so popular, not only starting back in you know in Italy in the in the 1700s all the way up till vaudeville and like you know the the death of vaudeville when it was in the the burlesque houses there and then it went underground in the 60s and the 70s and became the dance clubs and the go-go clubs which were more based around that stuff and it's evolved and evolved it's always been there but now it's kind of popped back up in popular culture and in Burlington Vermont yeah Exactly. Thanks to you and your wife, apparently. We, well, it's not just us. It's not all, just you guys. No, no, no. Our entire troupe has done tireless work. Most of our dancers have been with us for four years. Most of our wow. hosts have been. It's Everyone there works their tail off and literally shakes a tail feather for every person <laughs> there. And as we say to the burlesque virgins at every show, you are in for a ride and we are going to pop your cherry so hard. <laughs> it's true. They say that. <laughs> so Patrick, you you got to go. He I did. was screaming and hooting and hollering better than most Is people. Is that right? It was God. amazing. It was so great. Um, and I'll tell you why. It's I'm an advocate for body positivity and sexuality. And well, you're a handsome man. Way. So well, thank you very much. Um, and it's great to talk about it and speak about. It. Oh no, thank you, sir. He's off for offering the listener. water. Ooh, yeah, what a in your home. It, it should have been a silent uh, gesture, but uh, oh. you know what? Actually, Patrick, oh. not to interrupt the train oh, yes. of everything. Do you need some water? I would love some. Oh, great. Continue on how you enjoyed your sh- the show. Um, it's just Thank great so to much. have an opportunity and yeah. an art form that people can access in town. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> until he hit the mic. That's okay. Um, the back of the mic. It's fine. But it's great to see in action. It's great to see bo- body positive confidence and people really in love with who they are inside and out to see it and to see it celebrated in such an amazing way was the mo- one of the most powerful things I've seen in a very long time. Did you feel that the dancers connected with you on a level, even if you did not know what the piece of music was or anything else, it was really yeah. just hitting you right it, where it needed it to? Like it re- and that last, the last one was a great example. of It was just so powerful, and it That's drew Alexa you in. Luthor. That's our kryptonite Gosh, to clothing. It was, it was who anyone has it. clothing. Oh, yeah. I love mm-hmm. it. If anyone has even thought about seeing Cabaret, I would, I would highly, highly suggest and plead that you go. It is an amazing experience, if not just to like open up your eyes to a new art form, but to just encourage and foster that really powerful body positive image that is well, it's also, really it's important. It's an experience to come to the show in general. You come oh, yeah. to see all different aspects. We have uh, local singers and dancers. and I wanted to get into acts. that. Go yeah, variety so aspect. You, you mentioned, I checked also, that uh, <laughs> also on the website, <laughs> we put a lot I saw, of things on the website. It's a good I website. saw that you guys, you know, That's the show, <laughs> the show includes variety acts, and it seems like burlesque at its core encompasses a lot of different art forms. And mm-hmm. the background that you and your wife seem to share sort of feeds into that. Um, but I was curious, uh, kind of, what what art forms does burlesque sort of encompass and how would you say sexual like the sexual aspect intermingles with that definitely um the best way i can put this is that it doesn't encompass art form so much as it encompasses uh themes and tropes that are in society in general it can be political it can be comedic it can uh, be tragic it can be a whole variety of things because it's playing on the deepest emotions and the deepest feelings that we have and through dance so dance encompasses, you can have comedic dances where, I, a full example is, uh, there was a wonderful dancer, I can't remember her name, and I, lo- I wish I could. Uh, it was a student show in Chicago, and she did a dance to, it's raining on prom night, where she's in a prom dress with a backpack, and she's basically been left outside in the rain, and she dances her feelings out, and by the end of it, she's done a full flip over the chair, pulling out a bag of Cheetos out of her backpack and shoving them in her mouth. <laughs> so not necessarily a sexy thing that you would think, but it fit for the piece, and everything worked, and you still were titillated, and it was quite amazing. It's literally being able to take every idea, every feeling, every kind of deep, dark fear, but also deep, dark yeah. desire, and turning it into something that is both digestible, but also really erotic. Right. And with, I mean, with most, most forms of art, you're essentially, um, you're essentially trying to express something, some feelings or get an idea across. And I think having something that is so, um, you know, stimulating in a, in a visual way Mm -hmm. and also auditorily and Mm -hmm. comedically, it's sort of, uh, it makes that message easier to convey it's like immediate i would it's i would imagine natural it's a natural feeling like sexuality Definitely. is such a natural aspect of being a human and, and being. we show off the sexuality of different things because we have different yeah. themes every month so we do different uh setups and everything else with the show so we have the one i love every year is our geeks and cheeks show which is every every september we do a nerdlesque show it's it's called nerdlesque cool. mm-hmm. we take 
your favorite nerdy things and we show you the sexy side of them. So that could be video games, it could be uh, movies, TV, it could be comic books, it could be anything else. And between everything else, you know, I dress up in a full leotard and do a really bad striptease as the host just to get people involved. And, you know, we've had everything from Tank Girl to uh, Code Monkey by Jonathan Colton to... Cool, you know, yep. yeah. I, so, I remember that song. And uh, we have someone doing that as a burlesque dance. It's, it's, it's amazing. So... Um, yeah, I mean, what would you say, is there like a general message that you think burlesque tries to get across? And I think Patrick might have touched on it. He does. Even yours specifically, even your, your type of burlesque, this neo burlesque. Yeah. As well. Don't be afraid. Don't fear that you're not worth it. Remember that no matter what you have or what what ideas you have, what perspective you have, you are sexy, you are worthwhile, and you are, as a person, adding to this world. And because of that, you are showing your open and nakedness of yourself to everyone else, and they are accepting of it, and they are cheering and hooting and loving it, because you are amazing. That's a beautiful that's thing. awesome. God, man, that's, that's what I love about burlesque. I've always wanted to see it, and I'm so glad I got to see it. You it should was, do it. <laughs> I, I would love to. That you would be should. Good. I'd be a good host, I think. Oh, Maybe. no, no. We're putting you up on stage in Pacey. It's going to be fun. Oh, okay. Is, is there a way for people to get involved if they want yeah, to? How, how definitely would that not. happen? We do auditions every once in a while for new apprentice, apprentices. Usually, if you come on with us, just we want you to learn the company, not as much. If you, Even if you have dance experience, mm-hmm. we want you to learn what the company's about and kind of get in with the family. If you have dance experience, it's you can also uh, try to be a shaker as well. We do auditions for hosts a lot of the times, and that's very easy to do to get involved with the cabaret itself. But for variety acts, we ask them to submit videos to info at greenmountaincabaret.com, and we take them and we, we call them back and get them up there. What kind of acts do you take on? So we always have a comedian every month, um, and it's usually a local one uh, that is either, you know, has approached us, we approach them. Luckily, because I work at the comedy club, I see a lot of stand-ups, and I can get the inside ticket. That's nice. We also take improv and sketch, which is nice, although it's harder to do in a five-minute setting, so stand-up seems to work. Uh, We have singers from all over the the place. A lot of people from Lyric uh, Theater Company come out, uh, people that sing in their church choir, but are very good. They always, as long as they submit a video. Church choir comes out. Wow. And they bring their church group, which is even better. It's so much fun. And the, the best thing, going back to that part, Part of it is that you would think this is a male-driven male audience type of thing. Like, you know, burlesque would draw on the male audience. Sure. Our audience and most audiences I've been to are 75 to 90% female. And it's really more about empowerment in that respect. It's not about the titillation as much. It's, it's there, and some people, they really enjoy it, but they also enjoy seeing people enjoying themselves. The liberation of the, the art, art Not form. even liberation, just connection. Yeah. I can do that. They're just like me. They're shaped like me. They they walk like me. They're built like me, and they're owning it. I can own it. Heck yeah, yeah. That's very cool. Boom. It was actually the comedian you had oh, last <laughs> week was actually our episode one guest, Nicole, Nicole Sisk. Sisk. Yeah. yeah, who approached me actually. You know what happened? Yep. She approached me about two weeks earlier. This was her fourth time host uh, doing stand up with the us. Fourth time. She's That's the awesome. Alec, yeah. She's the Alec Baldwin of the Green Mountain. <laughs> <Yeah. right. laughs> Uh, but uh, we love having her back. And we do have return she's, guests a lot, yeah, but we try to, try to keep it different every month mm-hmm. as much as we can. And, and because there's so many comedians in Burlington, we want to support that as well. Because we, as a group, not only because we are in and the community loves us so much from the arts community, we want to give back and bring in everyone else because we're a variety show. Show it off. I love the fact, so we were talking to um, 
uh, Noah Legal about how the mm-hmm. printing press kind of brings ver- various art forms into one little place in the cabaret, the sexuality, like that's behind pretty much everything to some capacity. So it's like, it's like a place for everything, but it's entertainment yeah. too. It's, it's literally saying, here's what the best of Burlington is. Yeah. Okay. It's great exposure. And you get to see it all. <laughs> nice. Very good exposure. Ah, didn't Very even nice. Think about that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Nicole just came out and she approached me earlier and she was like, you know, it's my fourth time. And I know that Will Betts is the only person that's gotten up there. He walked up on stage a couple uh, about a year ago, and he just stripped down to his boxers and did his set because he felt he should. Nice. She said, you know, I feel like you know, there's such confidence in the room, and I'm not really a confident person in general sometimes, but I'd like to try to be. Would it be weird if I went out and did my set topless? I'm all for it. You were like, no, not weird at all. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to Alexa. She's all for it. And uh, the only thing she was like, you know, should I do it full on? And I'm like, no, because we need a different permit for that if you did mm-hmm. full on nipple. And so we, ta- we talked to her, you know, we can build you some pasties. Sorry, we can build you some pasties, build you some uh, ones specifically for you. And then we asked her the weirdest question we ask everyone when they need to know about that. Have you measured your are- areola? <laughs> because you have to know how long it is. So you know how much circumference you have to build on it to cover it up. What do you, you so say get build tailored. pasties? Yeah, so you create them. So you use uh, fabric, uh, you can use any type of covering you want, but there's usually a backing fabric that you use that's usually stiffer, so it makes the kind of the uh, conical shape. Mm. Uh And then you cover it in whatever fabric you would like and then decorate it with rhinestones or different um, uh, designs or tassels or anything else. (laughs) What's the adhesive? Uh, We use toupee tape or uh, top stick as it is. That's how you keep it on. Okay. Good. I was wearing like duct tape, like no. No, people use no. Me- people have used medical adhesive. They've used a bunch of things. We recommend top stick because it stays on very well, even when you get uh, sweaty. Mm-hmm. But it also comes off easier and doesn't uh, stain your skin. Oh. We've had people use regular tape, painters tape, and that falls off, and so you have a p- uh, pasty malfunction, and then all of a sudden you're <laughs> yeah. you're on stage showing yourself to the world, and you just you deal with you it. You roll with it. You do. You do. I've, I've had one of those. It's not fun. <laughs> I, uh, I, I when that happened, it was just with Nicole. It was just so powerful. It was just like hell yeah. And then like, she gets up there and keeps saying, you know, I keep forgetting I have my shirt off as I'm telling these jokes. <laughs> and then she like her like one of her lines is like, so I have an awkward relationship with my father, which just made right it even more. The shirt off, yeah, it was great. Uh, <laughs> but she she came back afterwards and she was like, you know, I was I was so scared and so worried, and that was so invigorating. Not in the fact that maybe I'm a voyeur or anything else, but just having those people there giving me all that love in that room. And yes, they're also titillated by it, but they, they're there to support me. It's the best. As I say to all the comics and all the singers that come in there, mm-hmm. you could go up on stage and read the phone book and they would cheer better than any crowd you have. Very cool. But they are there to support you. They want you to be the best you you can be and you don't have to do anything but be you. It sounds super welcoming. It's super awesome. Uh, Patrick, did you have something for us? I, I did have something for you. He um, has a special so- present for you. We'll post this later on the Art Mache podcast website. We, I went and we had a little interview at the tech rehearsal before the Not show. Not a little interview. You interviewed almost the entire I cast. interviewed a lot of people. And I asked them a lot of questions. And there was one question that I really was excited to ask them. And it I was excited for the answers. This, I'm going to put this photo on the show notes. But you're showing it to us. I'm showing it to you. It's, it's a lovely me? picture of it's Steve. It's you. Hold on a second. And... It's a lovely picture, too. It's a great picture. It's a gorgeous picture. One that makes you ask, if this man were a burlesque dancer, who would he be? Oh, man. This is the best. Steve, can you please please play the cued clip? Oh, man. Let's see. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Toothy Grin. This is Steve, my co-host in the podcast. He has no idea I'm doing this. 
I'm going around asking, giving a little information about him, who you think he would be as a burlesque performer. Yeah, I think I think he'd have like a fun, like almost a mat knife sort of style of like, well, how can I take my audience in and then just blow their minds? He would absolutely help keeping keeping everybody's energy up and happy as he's just you know bending over provocatively to pick up a boa. Um, yeah, definitely like in the boylesque, but I think he could also do some really fun things with androgyny and uh, maybe even drag queen. I think would be really fun because th- he's really got a good structured face for makeup um, and I think he could really play on that quite a bit and a nice set of glitter nipples. If he has an accessory that's his like icon accessory what would it be? Like a fedora a good sparkly fedora yeah. <laughs> Later hose and suspenders attached to a g-string. That did not take you any time at all. You had that one locked and loaded. If you had to give him an outfit what would it be? Oh, that's a tough one. Probably a very nice formal business suit. That's all tearaway. I'm thinking like a a Tigger theme. A pouncing peeper. Pouncy peepers. Here's his face. If he were a burlesque performer, who would he be? Um, I could see him being a pixie-type comedy burlesque performer. Oh, 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 we're excited. We got a name. We got a name. Uh, so you said he, he has a dog, and he likes... Mus- he's a musician. So, uh, Benji Badaboom. Boom! <laughs> Benji Badaboom! I like it. I like saying it. it. Makes you feel good. If he had an accessory, something, he like a prop or something he'd be known for, what do you think it would be? I'm going to say sparkly hat. Ooh, sparkly hat. It has to be glittered. Yeah? Yeah. If he were a burlesque performer, what would he be? Who would he be? What does your gut tell you? I'm going to go with uh, the stage name of Bambi Lips. Um, Why why Bambi Lips? uh, I don't know. His lips, the visual of his lips, he's got a big smile. (laughs) It's initially copy, and I was just like, all right. What's a silly first name to put in front of that? Bambi. But I'm thinking like B-A-M space B. I'm going to go with Beatrice as his middle name. And then Lips. I bet he probably likes helping out with other acts where he gets to play the victim. Oh, really? Yeah. I could see him on stage getting getting things torn off by by aggressive guys and gals. Under some theme, of course. Yeah, yeah, something. That actually happens to him just every day walking down the street. I, I, he looks like that kind of guy. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I don't know why he still wears tearaway apparel. I thought that went out with the 90s, but you know what? We're pretty fond of it here in the cabaret, so he might, he might need to come and talk to us sometime soon if he's got his own tearaways. I'll make sure to pass the message along. Great, man. Awesome, dude. Every time I ask this question, I'm so glad because every response is awesome. (laughs) I love it. Oh, this would be great. Well, hey, thank you for your time, man. Oh, man. I couldn't help but laugh, dude. That was just for you. (laughs) Yeah. I saw the Instagram post with you with my picture. Yeah. (laughs) I had had no idea. You were exposed to many people. I I feel exposed. And they (laughs) loved you. They loved you. They thought you were a perfect example of what you could be in burlesque. And they thought it was amazing that your dear friend Patrick would go through all that trouble for you. 
to get that set up for you. So when are you auditioning for the Gabriel? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, maybe Come maybe on. when I find the time. But uh, you'll have <laughs> to always extend time. that. You'll have, to, time. you'll have to extend my thanks because that was that was really they'll really hear this. Nice. They extend the it. thanks now. <laughs> Thank they you guys. It, <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Snow had that lined up with the later hose and like right off the bat. It that was, was so quick. It was alarming. He was, boom. He could be. They a pitch they man. they were very very much a pitch man. They are very yeah. much a pitch man. That's perfect. Yeah. Good clip, Patrick. Thanks. Well, well done. It was my friend. very fun. It was very fun. And and all the music in the background was their tech rehearsal going on at the same time. So people were doing their numbers as he's interviewing people. He's trying not to get the levels too I high. Felt, I felt bad while while they're getting their makeup done. I'm like, hey, can I stick a microphone in your face? They're used to it. It's fun. Okay, good. <laughs> also, thanks for using my song to blend it all together, man. No I just problem, heard man. that. It was nice. It's a little secret, a little Easter egg. Dang. Mm-hmm. Um. So, John, I wanted to talk to you about where do you think. After celebrating this great anniversary, mm-hmm. where do you see Cabaret, the community, going and growing from here? <laughs> the, honestly, well, that was, I realized a pun after I said it. You, you're just punning everywhere. I mean, it's again, you, why you're, you're an honorary papers at this point. You've just punned Thanks. all over the place. What's my name? <laughs> Your name? My name. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, this man. is a hard one. Puny Peepers. Puny, puny okay. Peepers. I was because it would be a pun in a Y, so it would be Puny Peepers. Oh, I was, was, yeah, was nice. going to say throw it up on Twitter for a suggestion. Oh, get us better suggestions than mine. Yeah, trust yeah, me. If you guys that, have it. suggestions for Patrick's... Uh, and maybe for Steve's uh, burlesque y- name also. Just yeah. shoot it to us on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. All the things. We want to see it, hear it. Hashtag uh, Green Mountain Cabaret with it too. Yeah. Or just yeah. GMNC. GMNC. That, that's a shorter hashtag. Time. It's always nice. Nice. Boom. We also do uh, hashtag enjoy the view. So if you want to see some of our oh. posts and everything else, go to hashtag. That's our tagline. Nice. When you come to Green Mountain Cabaret, enjoy the view. Very cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. You, you saw it at the end. But we, I did. The whole crowd great. says it with us now. It's beautiful. Um, back to your question about Cabaret. Where is it yes. going? Um, right now, it's grown so much in general to begin with because not only Cabaret, but Burlesque. I mean, we have a international burlesque festival every year now where people come from across the world just to be here in January. But still, <laughs> we enjoy showing them how cold it can be. But uh, we've had people from Tokyo, from uh, wow. the Netherlands, Jeez, from Scotland really? come. Gosh. Where do you do this typically? Uh, it's all over the state. So okay. uh, Corey Royer, who is the producer of the festival, who is a, a local here but has moved out to Las Vegas, came, literally about like five months after we started Green Mountain Cabaret, he came out here and was like, oh, this should be burlesque in Vermont and met us. And was like, there's burlesque in Vermont. Wow, we should bring more here and like show what like pro- um, even more professional can do. You know, like people that do this for a living, which we try to, but there's no way to do it up here for that. I mean, sure. just in general, it's not that there's not enough money. It's just monthly shows work. They do weekly shows like that. Wow. That would get a little. That's a lot to ask. Yeah, but but who knows? You never know. We could get to that point at yeah. some point. And you mentioned the monthly review a couple times. Where is that typically? We do it at Club Metronome above Nectar's, so one uh, one eighteen North Main Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe yeah, North Main Street, and uh, that is right over Nectar's. You use the big ne- uh, spinning Nectar sign. We are the upstairs club there. It's very impossible to miss. Yeah, it is. And do you have any other uh, upcoming shows to kind of plug? But so this airs. It's going to be on the today is the twenty seventh of. December. Oh my God! It's I after know. Christmas. Gosh, wasn't that great? Christmas was great, guys. What hey. did you get? Oh my God! It was I, a long trip. Let me tell you that. I got yeah. a kayak made out of uh, splinters. 
What? It was very weird. It's very green. Um, very so green. it absorbs the water, but also mm-hmm. it's uh, harms splinters. you so you know that you're doing the right thing for the environment. Mm-hmm. John, I'm exactly. so glad you're here because I usually just... <laughs> so I know the rule is like, yes, and... Yeah, it I, is. Patrick throws Tell something at me, time. and I'm like, dude, no. Well, <laughs> the best thing I can say for you is say, repeat what he said, uh-huh. and then add a small thing to it. That's Thank all you have to do because you don't remember is. anything. Just remember what he said, and then it'll, it'll come to you. It will. It's good to have two, you know, a post-improver and a current improver. He's still in. We're going to get him back in. I think... Pre-improver. Oh, you better be coming to stuff. You better, you better man. Oh. Did he what's hear his, that? What's his Did improv name? Okay, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't with the names. I am going to go back to the original question. Yes. <laughs> it is growing. It is growing so much. Um, for us, for Cabaret, we want to start doing more shows out, uh, out in the state. We've done some in the state before. We want to go to more uh, statewide uh, venues and do different venues as well. We love Metro. That's our home, and that's where we do our monthly show. But take some stuff on the road. We've also been going to festivals in other states and showing off what Vermont burlesque is really like and bringing it to people. So we've been to uh, the uh, Vermont Bur- uh, the burlesque expo in Boston and Alternatives cool. in Philadelphia, and uh, we've gone to Montreal and stuff like that. And so it's we're getting it out there that what Vermont Vermont burlesque is and kind of our culture because yeah. the the art form is pretty much the easy way in and people understand what it is but then you see what the culture is based around it here and the Burlington arts culture comes with us such a positive arts arts culture Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and check out the website for show dates greenmountaincabaret.com the things I can plug quickly is that uh, the Vermont Burlesque Festival is running January 19th through 21st uh, and that is going to feature Green Mountain Cabaret Sugar Shakers and the Peepers uh, on the Thursday show Friday show and Saturday show Thursday is an arts riot Friday is at the Barry Opera House, and then Saturday is at the Hilton uh, Hilton Hotel, yes, in and the ballroom there. Where can they get the tickets? Uh, that's at vermontburlesquefestival.com. And if they use the, the, uh, the code GREEN, G-R-E-E-N, all in lowercase, they can get $3 off their ticket to any one of the shows, and they support Green Mountain Cabaret. We get a cut of those tickets, so please Heck support yeah. us. Right on. I also, so I noticed that... Um, the either the most recent show or some shows uh, have supported cots proceeds uh support local um you know organizations that help kids and things like that is that typical you're always kind of doing that sort of thing for us we have a raffle during the show so we get prizes donated to us uh to give out as raffle prizes and then we give all the proceeds to a local uh either nonprofit or charity that uh speaks to us or at least speaks to something that's in our hearts and in the local area so we've supported things like planned parenthood and uh, all breed rescue cots uh, uh vermont cares uh, Vermont Cancer Society, uh, you know, all those things. We, we do all those types of things. And we're always looking for more nonprofits that want to work with us because we can guarantee we raise – it's not a grand amount, but we hit anywhere from 150 to $300 in a night, and we give that to them, and that's gold. And yeah. they love being there because it's a supportive crowd. They get their message out, and we allow – you know, we bring that group that may not know about them or even support them or know anything about them now has an in. It's the best one you can – have an art form that gives back into, into we have society. to because that's what people did us they give us so much we want to give back to what we can heck yeah that's great so Steve do you yes. have any uh, any more questions I think I'm good man what about oh, you it's a small notebook I think it's a very tiny notebook don't don't talk about my notebook guys no it no it's, it's not the size it's a beautiful notebook it has Thank great you. lines and it's yeah. the way you use it is beautifully mm-hmm. I'm just saying Thank it's you. not as big as other ones I've seen yeah it's 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 more wide. Yeah, it's a it's a bit when girthy. You, it's a bit girthy. Yeah, it's, it's a bit girthy. I mean, which it is, is fine. Well, it's well loved. Thank it's you very. Guys. It's well worn. Oh, that's Definitely true. Well, he keeps it right behind little... him, right where it should be, and it's mm-hmm. always nice there. and warm there. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Safe Fit, and cozy. Fits right in. I love it does. I love so writing snug. in it. <laughs> well, you use your pen quite well when you put it <laughs> yes, inside it. So that's, you do. that's great. It's great. Uh, John, 
thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for coming. I am excited to see where Cabaret is going to go, Green Mountain Cabaret. It is what I think um, art culture should be, a supportive group of people really giving back to the community and celebrating and very passionate about their art. Which we Thank are. you so much for being on this podcast. Thank you for having me on the podcast, and thank you, Burlington, for allowing us to be here for four wonderful years, and hopefully we can do many, many more. Looking forward to it. Yeah, so lastly, Patrick, where can people find your stuff, buddy? What? Oh, on the side wow. of subway platforms in New York. I hide them everywhere. Uh, but if you're not in the subway platforms of New York, you can find me on the web at brunotracy.com, brunotracyart on the Twitter and the Instagram. So what about cool. you, Steve? Uh, you can find my music right now at circusboy.bandcamp.com. Also, uh, S-T-E-V-S-K-I, Stevsky Music, on uh, YouTube and Instagram. And follow us at Green Mountain Cabaret on Instagram and Green MTN Cabaret on Twitter. Heck yeah. Thanks for being on, John. Thanks, Thank you John. for having us. That was awesome. Stay tuned, guys, for the next episode.